Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. And? And hello, <laughs> everybody! And welcome back to the new Nasty Boys. I'm your co-host this morning, afternoon, evening, whenever the... Fuck! You decide to listen to this Billy DeVore. Sitting across from me, as always, is... Hello, it's as always, Lee Kimbrell. How's it going, nasty boys across the world in the tri-state area? And girls. And girls. Nasty boys and girls. And nasty gender fluid fans. Yeah, absolutely. We support all nastiness of any kind as long as you support the red legs, baby boys and girls. We're a red state in the right way. Just stay nasty. That's right. Mm. Yeah, Ohio is a red state in the bad way sometimes. 2016, (laughs) whoops. Whoops. But what are you going to do? Go red legs. And uh, we've got special guest. Say Hello. Hello. (laughs) Coming through a computer via Skype, coming through an old set of computer speakers that uh, Billy jerry-rigged to get to work. So now we have Jake with us. And it's good to be back. Jake, all the way from the West Coast. uh, Mm. Almost the most West. Yeah, Billy just like in a fury of six or seven minutes made this work and the man is spent. He's physically, he literally ran circles around the kitchen for six minutes. Yep, woke up the first lady of the pod, bringing yeah. these speakers down. Yeah, yeah, sorry about that, leash dog. Sorry, we woke you up, but it was for a good cause. It's always for a good cause. So. Oh. <coughs> Bless sorry, you. first sneeze yes, of the pod. It is that time of year, boys and girls. Jake, how have you been, bud, since the la- we talked to you last month? I have been good. I've been good. Got to go see the Reds down in Oakland and San Fran. Yeah, you sent us pictures from that. That was dope. I mean, not really. Yeah. That's the worst stadium of all time. Yeah, Acro- it is pretty disgusting. Across <laughs> all sports, man. Tell us about... Yeah, it's bad. Tell us about Oakland Coliseum, the, the highlights and all of the lowlights. The highlights were... So the lowlights were... <laughs> 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 it's just it looks like like a just a beat up old Big Ten football stadium. Yeah, it's, it's a mega lit boredom, yeah. Like a huge concourse. Every even if you're whispering you get an echo. It's like five <laughs> percent full. Yeah. They just close off the top dome part. They're just like, We're never gonna sell these fucking tickets. <laughs> yeah. Now did you go did you go to the no hitter game? No, oh, okay. thank goodness. Yeah, that was the uh, the lowest attended no hitter in the history of no hitters and attendance keeping. Yeah, no. that's a huge bummer. Did you get some arse? People working at the stadium didn't even know it happened. They're like, "What?" Yeah, no, I just <laughs> clocked out. Yeah, <laughs> I'm drunk for most of these shifts anyway. <laughs> I'm too busy sitting on my bucket picking my ear. <laughs> Did you get any RC yeah. cola while you were there? I did not. You were very, very obsessed with the fact that they have RC Cola. <laughs> well, that's insane. Right. Because that's insane. 
What is RC Cola? Why is that insane? Exactly. Why is it at a, ma- a professional sports stadium? It's like having fucking Big Lots brand like hot dog buns that you're selling. <laughs> they probably were selling Dude, them. that's RC Cola, man. That's fucking crazy. They probably have a Fago bar at the fucking Oakland Coliseum. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. They got a fucking soup kitchen line where just <laughs> homeless people go to get porridge. Oh, the f- with their fucking RC Cola. I'm sorry, man. Yeah. I don't. I try not to judge. That's the trashiest fucking thing I've ever heard. You're I, not judging. You're accurately describing the situation. Yeah, can I get a Dr. Thunder? Get the fuck <laughs> out of here and go make money for your family. Why are you at a baseball game? God. You're from Oakland. Right. Yeah. And like, yeah, go get a fourth job. <laughs> <laughs> With the Fago there, they probably their summer concert series just ICP three times. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's what keeps the doors open in Oakland. Jesus, Did them same clowns descend on it. But Oakland, it's one of those cities like they're so lame that you know every now and again that Oakland Athletics magic will happen and they'll get a good team and go to the playoffs and then they're like sixty thousand strong in the playoffs. Yeah. And everyone shows up and it's wild. They finally can take down the tarps. Yeah. What's that thing called? <laughs> what? We, we did it with Fuck You Like the Bengals. It's like Al's Palace or something. Oh, yeah. Because Al Davis put it there with the Raiders. Yeah. And yeah, I can't remember what it's called. Yeah. I think that way. was Al's Palace. Yeah, something horrible. Sorry, I had to take my hat off. I'm fucking sweaty. Yeah, Billy put a hurting on himself making sure the sound was good. Yeah. Oh, speaking of sounding good, uh, I think there's one thing I forgot to do. We forgot to do it last week, but whoops, where are the pictures? <laughs> yeah, sorry there, guys. We didn't mean to uh, not do it, because we love our friends over there at the old AAC. AACA, All-American, All-Armchair American podcast network yes our love boys and girls over there they're so great we got some reads to do you know i gotta just, find them i've just been doing some uh you know been doing a little uh gambling over there on uh one of the things my bookie oh the bookie the god damn it i can't believe i can't find it on my fucking ipad <laughs> you can't find the pictures part of his ipad <laughs> it's a mess uh, is it not on the bottom like row thing that's browser that's that's the the porn wheel. Did you delete? Uh, oh, just ask pictures. God, us. There it is. Let me God. hit that first read, baby. Uh, that that that. Oh, nope, those aren't them. <laughs> that's your manifesto. That's it. That's not it. That's why you guys tune in, man. It's nitty. It's gritty. It's organic. It's just a couple guys that you could relate to. Plodding through life, trying to figure out how the fuck to do a successful podcast. Our, uh, we have a dip. Okay, do the Seat Geek one. Okay, here we <laughs> This go. is how reads are supposed to go. <laughs> yeah, no, it's all good. Seat Geek, baby. We would like to take a second out of this fumbly-ass shit to introduce <laughs> our newest friends from Seat Geek. Let them take the confusion out of your ticket-buying experience. Instead of shopping dozens of sites to find the best deal, just let SeatGeek do the work for you. It's easy-peasy, a lemon-squeezy. Their app scans the web for the best deals to your favorite game, concert, or show and rates them on a scale of 0 to 10 to let you know if you are getting the best bang for your buck. A green dot marks great deals. Green dots are good. Yellow dot 
It's good deals. And a red dot, not so good deals. Stick away from those red dots. We're going with a green dot. Use the promo code ACAA at checkout to receive $20 off of your first purchase. That's two free beers at the stadium on ACAA, on SeatGeek. Do it. Uh, what are you waiting for? That's promo code ACAA for $20 off of your first purchase. SeatGeek, life's an event. We have the tickets. New Nasty Boys for Life. Oh, and, you know, since we've started this show, I get asked all sorts of questions about who to bet on and who to bet with. It's true. It's, dude, Jake, you've heard it. Jake, oh, you're the one God. asking, you son of a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't always know who's going to win, but I do know where to go. My answer is my booking. Between their live in-game betting, endless props, and fantasy sports wagers, there's something for everyone. With the best player perks in the sports book business, they've been good to us, so we know they'll be good to you. That's the guarantee. Guarantee. They're hooking up our listeners all month. Visit mybookie.ag and use the promo code NASTY. Oh, I like that. When creating your account, claim your 50% bonus. Laying down 100 bucks. Now you got an extra 50 in play. That's M-Y-B-O-O-K-I-E dot A-G. Promo code N-N-Nasty. I like it. One in. Just one. <laughs> one in. One in. Not, not, not a three ins with hyphens. A single in. Just one in because you play, you win, get paid. We, f- God, we did it. Oh, man. I love that the promo code is nasty. Mm. God damn. <laughs> Just go and uh, go and do it. Just says, go go in mybookie.com. Go use promo code nasty. They'll give you free money. It's it you're you're just playing with house money. Do it. Bet on the fucking Reds. Pull a Pete Rose. Put it all on the Reds in some weird prop bet. Why is Andrew FaceTiming you? Oh, Andrew Rudick is FaceTiming me. I said something offhandedly about uh give me a call if you want to make a cameo. Should I answer Yeah, right? answer that. All right. that gangly fuck. Uh one of the biggest fans of uh baseball that I can think of, our dear friend Andrew Rudick. Say hello. Hey, Andrew. How's it going, bud? Good. Did you call to talk about how much you like the Reds, or do uh, you want to say something to Billy, or what do you got going on? I'm, hi, Billy. Ah, I'm so sweaty. I came to talk about baseball and this delicious rotini pasta with turkey. Oh, that's the Andrew Rudick special. It's got Ooh. some cinnamon in there. It's really good. I like it a lot. Um, so what do you think about Derek Dietrich's season so far, Rudick? Derek Dietrich? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's really been batting that leather around. <laughs> uh, he really fucks it into the stratosphere. Okay, you actually yeah. kind of you you're correct in him fucking into the stratosphere. Uh, anything you have to say about uh, Bronson Arroyo's play this year? Oh yeah, um, the Arroyo, which I believe is Spanish for um, milk bone. Um, <laughs> He actually has the biggest BRP in the league with a twenty nine point six. He's oh. a real stra- he's a real stratus fucker too. <laughs> you've been you've oh. been doing some analytics research. That's uh, yeah, I do my analytics for sure. <laughs> okay, uh, analytics. I see what you yeah. did there, Rudick. That's pretty good. Yeah. Oh. Uh, we've got a good show going on right now. I'm glad that you hopped on. Uh, do you have any like predictions or anything that you about the Reds' next yeah. couple games, or what do you think is going to happen? Gonna be, I predict I'm going to be fucking by the end of the night. I'll tell you that much right now. <laughs> you know what I mean? Okay, so it appears that Andrew Rudick called in. He's very horny. Um, tell me about your set tonight at the open mic, and then uh, and then I'm we'll. Bombed. 
Oh, you bombed. Oh, just like everybody else. Oh, you bombed. Everybody else did good. Well, um... The Reds, you got... Uh, they, did, they were smart. They picked up Sammy Davis Sr. and George Fletson. And they've really been hamming it up. Who is that last guy? George Fletson. George from Fletson. From the Kentucky Flyers. Okay. <laughs> yep, that's a real team. Yeah, he came from the uh, Arizona Hobnobbers, but they cut him because he had a couldn't fit that hog into those into those spanks. <laughs> <laughs> um, have you are, are you really horny right now, Andrew, for the fans? Oh, baby, am I? Listen, I have been slathering up in the muck all night. Yeah, that was all. <laughs> <laughs> okay, slathered up in the muck. Uh, wow. Andrew, he seems to have a pretty optimistic uh, outcome for the red season. Uh, anything to sign off, sir? Uh, no, let's go Maroons. <laughs> okay. Go Maroons. Go Maroons. All right, see you, Andrew, correspondent. Yeah, thanks, guys. You're welcome. Thank- Good seeing you. Good seeing you. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Man, he knows so much about baseball. He really does. It's impressive. So insightful. <laughs> yeah, very insightful. Um, so back to Oakland. Do they just like give you tickets? Yeah, I mean, after the third inning, they're just waving people in off the street. <laughs> I would imagine so. How much did you pay to go to that game, if you don't mind me asking? So we sat behind. We were twelve rows behind the Reds dugout, right? And we paid twenty seven dollars for the tickets. <laughs> that's insane. That's yeah, incredible. Like, that's an that's an eighty five dollar ticket. <laughs> now, what is around the stadium? Is it just like warehouses and people ODing on heroin? Yeah, yeah. So our um, rental car got broken into before <laughs> I was even off my flight. Dude, that, I, I heard that on a podcast. That's a new thing. Uh, rental cars are the new epidemic because people figure that there's uh, there's luggage in there. So people just go yep. in there and steal all your bags. What did they steal from you? Uh, they didn't take any of the large luggage, but they did grab uh, my buddy Lucas's drawstring bag that had the tickets to the game that day. Oh, tight. Yeah, but... Because it's the A's, we called them up, and they're just like, yep, that happens. We'll renew your tickets. <laughs> for free. Oh, yeah, for free. Oh, they're my God. They're actually very, very nice about it. So you could have just lied. Yeah, you can. That's how you, I'm going to get into every Oakland A's game from now on. Like, yeah. Yeah, broke into my truck. Hey, I bought some tickets, and then somebody just stole them from me, and they're like, that's <laughs> Oakland. With an Italian accent for some reason. Welcome to the Bay. <laughs> Damn, man, that's wild. I just envisioned someone breaking into that car. They're just walking through the Enterprise lot with their big drum playing it. And then they go up <laughs> to the back window and just smash it and keep going on key. Looks like we're going to the game today. We just stole some tickets. <laughs> Hell yeah, good thing I brought my drum. <laughs> Damn, the A's. And we went out there and what, won one of three? Right, we yeah. dropped two to yeah. them. We they yep. walked Not off no on hit. us. Piscotti walked off on us, and then they no hit us. And then that third oh. game, we drubbed them. Yeah, yep. but that's the one I was at, yay! Yeah, oh. that's good. You're the good luck beard. We actually won uh, all three games I attended. Very nice. Wow, I have a pretty good track record this year too. I've seen Derek Dietrich hit six home runs. Ooh, yeah, baby. I've been I've seen Dietrich hit six bombs. Oh, I'm on. Uh, no, I've seen him hit three. 
Yeah. Or four. Well, I was at the game where he hit three this week on Tuesday, which was crazy. <laughs> that was insane. The, 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 so the second one, um, I don't think it got like 40 feet off the ground. It was yeah, it was crazy. Fire. If the stands weren't there, it would have just gone into the water on a line. He <laughs> crushed it. Well, Billy, you were at the game and you sent a picture. Dietrich swinging a tree. Yeah, he's swinging a tree, a what gold you, tree. What do you think his bat is like? It, it looks like it's like thirty-five, thirty-five. Thirty-five, thirty-five. Yeah. I mean, he's swinging a piece of lumber. It, it's it, oh, it's, it's dope. It's easily eighty ounces. Yeah, he's fucking <laughs> yacked. Jesus, man, he's just a hot guy. We'll get we'll get back to him. <laughs> so how was how was uh, what is it AT and T Park? What is it now? It's Oracle now. They're, they're just changing everything to Oracle. Oracle. Yeah. It's a Matrix-ass shit. Um, Oracle was the most beautiful stadium I've been to, I believe. It overtook PNC Park as, like, my favorite ballpark. Really? Oh, it was gorgeous. I mean, not a bad seat in the house. Uh, good beer, good food. Just a fun environment. So they did, they did right. And that stadium was built... 18 years ago and it still feels very modern so it's a good, good well it was game. kind of it was kind of like uh, after Camden Yards it was all, it was like the next prototype that people kind of started basing there yeah. you, you see a yeah. lot of Oracle Parks just like you see a lot of Camden just like I mean you know uh, I don't know if it's still called PNC Park up in mm-hmm. Pittsburgh but Great River or, you know Great American is pretty much that it's the same it's that yeah. Um, it was actually the same architect that did Oracle Park and PNC. I believe that. Yeah, it was the same primary architect. That's and they and if you've been to both, they are very similar stadiums. That's why they show up like one, two, and a lot of people's you know stadium rankings and all that shit. Right. Tasty food, good views, and also it's just the weather there is pretty much perfect every time, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. Gorgeous. Man. The sunsets are you know. Absolutely beautiful going along the bay there. Could you see yourself living in San Francisco? Let me say you no, have... Even you had the money. Oh, if I had the money? Yeah, sure. <laughs> Real vote of confidence. There's yeah, a... Sure. Why not? If I had the money, if I had that much money, I could probably find a better place to live. I will say that. So even with the money, I'd probably end up in, you know, Europe or some shit. Yeah. Right. Or Vancouver. Our uh, our friend Jeff Tate was he's got a some date or something coming up in San Francisco, and he looked up like he just went into a wormhole and googled like best seats in every stadium and like found some list and the best seat out in San Francisco it's like some mid level I don't know equivalent to like section four thirty yeah where you know you've got you've got a good view of the field but from where you're sitting like. The view of the city and the bay is like oh. po- is like postcard. Oh. Yeah, we like, were up there. Yeah, That's like exactly perfect. I mean, yeah, where it's like you look down and it's you know at vibrant green, perfectly manicured, highest level athletes on the field out there playing, and then like that's a thing of beauty, and that's why you're there. But then you look up and you're like. Oh my god, a sunset on a bay. There's a Golden Gate Bridge. What the fuck? My life is great. Yeah. Yeah. You can get that at Great American. It's just a different kind of beauty. Oh, yeah. Yeah, lush green hills of Kentucky. Right. And then a dirty-ass river. Yeah. With a... 
I'm, I'm going to swim in the Ohio River this year just to prove to please everybody don't. that it's night can't be as bad as everyone no. says it is. We'll lose no, you. please don't. You'll die, Lee. I don't know. <laughs> I think it's an urban legend up here. There's no way it's that bad, dude. What? If I fucking threw a match in there, is it going to light on fire? It's not Cleveland bad. <laughs> no, man. It's just a fucking river in 2019. Yeah, it's a little gross, but like, I'm going to jump off the Purple People Eater Bridge with my dick out. <laughs> Just approved at, during brouhaha. You're going to lose your dick okay. from Impact. Yeah, yeah, I'll lose my dick from Impact. I'll wear a cup. I'll wear a yeah. Speedo. Then you'll be the purple person. Or how about I, I'll, ch- I'll, I'll cut my own dick off before I do it <laughs> so that it's good, and then we'll just attach it afterwards. Perfect. Okay, cool. You're a eunuch now. Yeah, you know, I'm like Varys <laughs> over here chilling, Game of Thrones <laughs> style. Just no dick. You can't... Okay, he just has a picture of... Dietrich with his shirt pulled up, like just on his phone. It's distracting. Unbelievable. How is yeah, that what he looks like? That guy's know, right? that guy's just a journeyman utility player in the fucking big league. Well, like, he's on. He started his journey. I mean, he, this is only the second team he's played for. I guess that's true. So who was he with before? Miami. Yeah, he was in their system, worked his way up. Um, but let's skip to. The fact that we took two out of three from the Cubs. Yeah, we've you Bang know two series Monday. against two series against the Cubs, two series wins. Yeah, it's against all odds. I mean, it's the only thing that's keeping us minutely even in the conversation. Yeah, you know, like yeah. if we had lost those two series, we'd be ten games back. Exactly, and we're staying in with it. And the, like Jake just said, that Sunday game, we had seventeen hits. Yeah. What was it? Yeah. Uh, I saw some graphic. What did you say, Jake? We just demolished them that day. I mean, that was the game where Senzel got on base four times, scored four runs. I mean, the top half of the lineup was just hitting. It was beautiful to see. Vada was killing it that game. Yes, he was. He, went... he killed it that whole series. Yeah, Vada was like eight for twelve or something that series. Yeah. Yep. I mean that, and that you know that points. To the positive, I saw something where it was like double-digit hits in four straight games for the first mm-hmm. time since 1995. Yeah, 95 was a fun year. And then the fact that we had that many games in a row where we had ten or more hits, yeah, was the first time since 1976. That was a fun season. Yeah, those yeah. are those <laughs> are bad. Those are great seasons to be compared to. It's really fun, yeah. man. It's it's really exciting. MajorLeagueBaseball.com had an article out a couple days ago that said, what was the verbiage? It was like, the Cincinnati Reds are the most interesting last place team in the game. Yep. And then yep. there was another thing that came out on MLB.com that was, uh, it just stated that the NL Central was the best division in baseball. And I think it's I true, think man. True. Yeah. I think that is true. I mean, if you yeah. just if you go if you just go, I mean, I guess it's a little different if you just go rosters. But even I mean, you can go player for player with just about any division in the league on every team. Yeah. I mean, Yelich, yeah. Bell, Suarez. I mean, we've got a couple yeah. of them. The only the only shortstop who I can think is better offensively this season in the National League is Baez. Mm-hmm. Jake, do you disagree with that? No, I'd agree. Are you talking about Iglesias? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no! look at the numbers. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, like, absolutely. Baez is obviously in the conversation, but I don't have it in front of me, but I'd, it wouldn't surprise me if they were they were the only two shortstops above 300. Yeah. 
That wouldn't yeah, be shocking. Yeah, is hitting 306 with a 339 on base percentage and 444 slugging. Hit his first Grand Slam the other day against the Pirates. Uh, and was, some, he's something insane. Like, he's either... Uh, he's hovering around 500 with runners in scoring position. Oh, yeah. Iglesias. Yeah. yeah he's almost batting five fucking hundred when there's a guy on second or third. Yeah. Uh, and play old glove defense. Like, he's the best minor league deal I think the Reds have ever signed. <laughs> right. And then right behind it is Dietrich. I was just about to say, so with Iglesias and Dietrich honestly being the two catalysts of the team right now, not counting any arms mm-hmm. and maybe Suarez. I mean, those are the engines right now, Dietrich right. and Iglesias. So do you just think that that is a situation of just being lucky or do you give our front office like all the credit in the world for being the only team in the league to give both of those guys a chance? I mean, do you think it's just kind of like fortunate luck or are you giving it up to like Kroll and Williams and everybody? I give it up to the front office for sure. I mean, the numbers were there. Go ahead, Jake. They definitely saw talent in them. I mean, Dietrich had some good lines with the Marlins, but that's just such a pitcher-friendly ballpark that I think that, you know, they looked at his profile, that he could play multiple positions, and just, you know, wanted to get him in a bandbox like Cincinnati and see what he could do. And, I mean, it's 17 homers on the year. It's clearly paying off. A fucking career high. Think about it. He's hitting a home run every seven at-bats. Yeah. Every seven at bats, he's hitting a home run. He, yeah, he can finish May with the most amount of home runs before the month of June in Reds history. Yeah, that's crazy. It's all he already has more home runs than any other Red in his first season as a Red. Yeah, Mo Vaughn hit like sixteen. Mo Vaughn hit sixteen. Right, and then Dietrich hit. 15, 16, and 17 in a single game. Right. And flash, yeah. some, flash some leather at the glove. Right. Or flash some... I mean, yeah, you know I get what, what you're saying. saying. I get it. That leather, play... leather glove hands. Leather glove like, hands. Yeah, he looked good, man. That backhand toss to yeah. Disco. I want to see that horror movie, Leather Glove Hands. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it sounds scary. <laughs> Watch out, kids. Make make sure you, you, you're you afraid of your couch, because <laughs> leather glove hands might be in there. <laughs> Hitchhikers beware. Uh, this is hopping to something else, but uh, do you think, what are your feelings? Because I think he'll do it. What are your feelings on Dietrich in the Home Run Derby? For sure. Because he's like super fun time man. Now That's his whole thing. Oh, yeah. he, he just got an article on the New York Times. Like He'd do it without his fucking shirt on. I know. <laughs> Talk about Griffey with his hat backwards. Yeah. Talk about Dietrich without his shirt on and, and his chains. Chain. And then in between rounds, sit over there and get like a tattoo, like <laughs> like and like shotgun beers. Like he's the man. He's the I best. Fucking love Dietrich. I don't dude. know if you guys saw this today or not, but Cincy Shirts is starting a campaign to launch him into the All Star game with the hashtag. You know, because he's not even eligible, right? No, he's not on the ballot, which is bullshit. Yeah, he'll be a D right in. Think about that, Bernie Sanders grassroots campaign. Fucking started by a small T-shirt company out of this out of Cincinnati. Yeah, hell yeah, that'd be great, man. I had a very long daydream today, where um, I like ran into him. I was downtown walking around downtown and saw Cincy shirts on Main, mm-hmm. and uh, just saw his shirt in the window and had this fantasy of like bumping into him and just shooting the shit with him <laughs> and getting him on the podcast. Dude, 
Jack hung out with him at Rosedale. Man, is it too fucking crazy? I don't. I think that if the if the planets align, Dietrich would sit down with us. I think it's just Lecure is a credit. Lecure is a credit for us. I know. Like when we've got uh, when we can talk to other players, we'd be like, "Hey, listen, man, Sam Lecure. He came on. He did it. He's a guy. He'll do it again. Had a great yeah. time. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. If we do it with Dietrich, no one's wearing shirts. No, and I'm gonna have to get a gold chain. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm kind of dabbling with the idea of getting a chain anyway. You know what? I, I was, was thinking. I might about be it. able to take care of you. I was thinking about it anyway, man, but. Oh man, that is very. Exciting. We might be yeah. able to take care of some business. That would be cool. Well, I definitely want Billy, one. Billy, do you have a chain guy? I got a chain guy. Uh, I also got a. Uh, yeah, I got a chain guy. He's on Court Street. He also does teeth. <laughs> <laughs> and he's also a barber. He's a ba- he's a barber, and he's also a legal notary, real estate agent as well. <laughs> wow, he's a he's a real jack of all trades, just like Derek Dietrich. Yes, man. Jake. Big old wet one for Derek. Jake, I have a question for you. Yep. Okay. Scooter is going to come back, what, probably two, three weeks? We're probably still looking at that. Seems right. Now, the way that Dietrich's playing, and if this continues, I'm not talking about what you're going to do. You can have him as a super sub and put him all over the the place, and he'll be able to get his at-bats. My question is, at the end of the season... Do you let Scoot Scoot walk and then sign Dietrich or know that he's he's still pre he's like still arbitrationable? Do yeah. you just hold on to him and just say, see a scooter? Um yes. But I was leaning towards letting Scooter go even before, you know, Dietrich started having a career year. Just I mean, so we have Jonathan India in the minors, he's hitting the ball well. Senzel, it, like his best position on the field is probably still at second base. We're very deep at second base, and we can get a uh, you know competitive pick in return for Scooter when he signs with another team, you know, late first rounder, which would be more valuable, I think, than keeping Scooter around, even on a team friendly deal. Now, yeah. Now think about this. On top of that, you can let Puig walk, and then you just yeah. put Dietrich in right and have him play every day. Because Dietrich yeah. is, you know, at this point, and, you know, hot streaks come and go, and, you know, maybe not, but you would like, to, you would, you wouldn't like to think, but you could imagine that Dietrich will plateau at some point. Right. I mean, or who knows? Maybe the motherfucker will hit 50 home runs. Like, yeah. <laughs> who cares? Right. Like, that would be sick. That would be amazing. Even if those numbers drop off. But right now, what he's bringing to the team, what he said after the game on Tuesday where, you know, Jim Day's, you know, what's what's going on with you? And, and what's going on? You've got seven, you've got career high numbers across the board. What's going on? And he said, it's the people. It's the guys in this locker room. It's the coaching staff. It's yep. the staff at the stadium. It's the fans. And, like, he said that into a microphone that played out loud at Great American Ballpark. People yep. cheer louder when he goes to the fu- when he goes to the plate, and, oh, and and he's a guy that like I like that too, Billy. Just stick him anywhere, man. Right. It, it, he's not gonna completely fuck up a position. No. And it's it, and it's a no. different case, obviously, than like Peraza in left, who is batting one ninety eight, and right. a blind squirrel will hit a dinger every now and again. Exactly. Know? I don't know. Jake, what do you think? Uh, I do think that the home run barrage will end 
relatively soon. He's getting pretty lucky when it comes to the long ball. He only has 20 extra base hits on the year. 17 have gone over the fence. Like, he has two doubles and a triple to his name. But as the season progresses and he hits more doubles, like, I mean, he is barreling the ball at a tremendous rate. Yeah. It's clear that he's just unlocked that next gear. And, you know, even if he's not hitting homers, he's still ripping doubles in that small ballpark, standing on second with two ribbies. And, you're, and, and it's, he, t- it's just there's going to be no way to take his bat out of the lineup. Exactly. And the fact that in the division he's in the division he's going to go to more hitter-friendly parks. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Where in, in the NL East, you're not doing that. No. No. They're playing hacks of games at Marlins Stadium. It's terrible. I mean, it's such a big ballpark. I mean, look how it rejuvenated Yelich. It's insane. And he won a fucking MVP, and he's about to win another one. Exactly. Yeah. So what? Well, I mean, he's on pace to hit like sixty-five home runs. It's insane. It's, yeah, him and Bellinger on pace to have like Bellinger. Jesus truly Christ! Season. Yeah, yeah the season he's in the middle of right now is nuts. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's like I'm in too. I mean, tri- like triple, triple crowd to average with twenty dingers in May. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, he is just destroying a baseball right now, in the zone. I mean, it's 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 like a weird thing. I went to the game on Tuesday. I've said seventeen times, and Votto out of the lineup, Dietrich at first. Yeah. You don't want Votto out of the lineup, but then you kind of start salivating at the fact that you've got. I mean, depending on the pieces you move around, I mean, because of how Dietrich's hitting the ball, Kyle Farmer can't even see the field. Nope. And. Yeah. He's a piece that was contributing for the first one-third of the season that we've had thus far. Right, and that's you know? a shame. And that's a shame. I mean, Irvin's not even in Cincinnati. Irvin lives in fucking Louisville. And that's bullshit. You know, and it's so, it, yeah, y'all, I mean, we just brought it up barely right there, but the idea of Scooter coming back and, you know, barring catastrophe, Nick Sinzel is a Cincinnati Red for, for until... 2035. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? He's here forever. Yeah. And like, I mean, it's it's just going to be interesting to see how it plays out. You're going to have to look in the mirror and be like, do we say goodbye to 222, 11 home runs, 40 dinger, Yasiel Puig? Or do, we, or do we roll the dice and be like, hey, Scooter, are you Scooter? Right. You know? And it's it's wild to think... That we still have scooters meat on the bone, right? And our offense is like this. Think about this though. Puig is heating up. I mean, he's got in his last seven games, he's got three homers, six ribbies. He's batting two eighty six. It's better. Couple walks. Couple walks. That's good. Taking more pitches. Yeah, that's good to see. Dude, finally, what what do you think? Yeah. In his he's not just swinging out of his shoes at every fucking. You know, first pitch fastball he sees. Exactly. Like, what snapped? I kind of, I was thinking about it the other day, and, you know, like, if and when I move for stand-up, when you move, um, you're pretty much in flux for a year. And you're figuring out your friends and your places and your comfortability and your your workspace and your schedule and everything. And, like, you kind of start anew. And, I mean, Puig is – he had to mature really, really quickly in Los Angeles, you know. And, 
he moved here, and who knows? Maybe his just if you just try to humanize it as much as possible, maybe his world was just fucking spinning around on fire. Right, and he's st- and he's still a kid who is like shell shocked from growing up the way he did and getting to America the way he did, and like yeah. you know these people, they live in uh, ivory towers and and do a really cool job, but they're still just like fragile flawed humans exactly you think Puig has enough time for therapy no <laughs> like, he definitely doesn't so uh, swinging a baseball bat yeah like, exactly he right. just yeah he just that's exactly correct and so maybe he's just getting calmer getting in rhythm maybe yeah, he's just getting in. maybe Cincinnati's starting to feel a little bit like home and he and now it's pretty yeah. So he's not oh, yeah. like, what the fuck is snow yeah, in April? Snow is finally gone. Yeah. So <laughs> it's like it's it's been gorgeous, and uh, who knows? Yeah. So after the trade, he did a ton of PR with the Reds. Like he was, had a bunch of social media stuff out there was going around, and he interacted with the fans a lot. And I'm sure he saw, you know, how desperate all these Red Lakes fans are for a winning ball club. And he probably just started putting, you know, a lot more pressure on himself. He pressed himself, for sure. Speaking of pressed himself, I saw a picture of Puig at Finley Market by Taste of Belgium. He has his own Cuban sandwich. At Taste of Belgium? Yeah. That's really cool. I'll go. Cuban, I'll put it on my top three sandwiches. I'd say I that. love a good Cuban. A good Cuban? Right. Oh, my God. Now, that's where it gets tricky. Good. Yeah. Yeah. That meat has to be perfect. The mustard ratio to the meat has to be good. You're Not right. Not too many pickles. you got to use a nice, spicy brown... Okay, I'm getting too intense about this Cuban. <laughs> Not too many pickles. Here's the thing. All you need is a pickle spear sliced long. You need one long, thin pickle. Yep. So you get a uniform pickle... In every bite. I love that. You need a long, thin pickle. Spear. That's what you need. It's the only sandwich I will eat with pickles on it. Billy, god damn it. We are so simpatico. There it is. I'll get a burger with pickles, pull the pickles off, and eat them, mm. but, but won't eat a burger with pickles on it. Ruins the meat. Yeah, ruins the yeah, cheese. Yeah, absolutely. It's too much. No, no. Fuck a pickle uh, when the meat is the star. Mm. Man, speaking of a burger, you boys... I was at Motor tonight for the yeah. show, and their special tonight was the Motor Burger with... <laughs> was it with <coughs> pimento cheese? No. Instead of the bun, it was just two pieces of garlic bread. Oh, God. Dude, <laughs> it was fucking amazing. Yeah, that sounds pretty good. And it just didn't come with vegetables oh. on it. It was garlic bread... The patty, cheese, bacon, and uh, whatever kind the of salad you ring? want. And an onion ring. Oh my god, dude! It was really something, man. I, you changed my mind about having the Dietrich picture out because that burger just made me more horny. Yeah, exactly. You thought the abs and obliques were what getting you horny. It was the special down at Motor. Mm. It's close. The that- kitchen doesn't close till one, Bill. Oh, we don't. We don't have. We don't have time. We can't do it. Um, oh, it's so good. But I mean, taking like shellacking the Cubs. What sucked was taking only two out of four from the Pirates. That first, I was at both games on Monday. That first game, we just couldn't turn the offense on. It just no. wasn't happening. Man, when it rains, it pours with our team in yep. every way, shape, and form. It is just either 100 runs or maybe one. Yeah. It's just disappointing. Got great seats for that game. Yes, you did. I was five rows back. 
uh, got the tickets for 17 bucks. How'd you score that? Scalper. No shit. On the way down, he's like, he was like, he was like, man, 50 for the pair. And I was like, absolutely not. I was like, these are great seats. I'm not doing that. And then he goes, he's like, all right, all right, 40. And I'm like, ah. And I like do my fucking, oh, you got me face. And then Alicia looks at me. She goes, no, let's just get fiber optics tickets for 20 bucks so we can get $9 back and then we'll sit wherever we want. Yeah. And he went, okay, okay, $35. And we were like, done. And I only had four singles. So Nailed I was like, it. how about 34 So you got it for 34 you wily yeah, bitch. Yeah, that's what I do. That a boy. Man, I'm the worst haggler. A scalper will come up to me and be like, uh, you know, I got these two tickets for $50. I'll be like, all right, cool. Let's call it 60 and it's a deal. <laughs> like, I'm so fucking bad at negotiating, man. It's terrible. I'm... Uh... I'm 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 okay, but then Alicia just brings it in. Well, dude, there's the name of the game, and uh, you just buy the Kroger bleachers, and then for the most part during the summer, you just sit wherever the fuck you want. Well, after a while, see that's and the Kroger bleachers are fun. That's where you're wrong. You buy the fiber optics tickets; they're twenty bucks. Where's the fiber optics? It doesn't matter. It's in the like left corner by the foul pole. But you get a nine dollar voucher on your ticket. So you're paying $11 for your ticket and $9 in the ballpark. I've seen this thing that they started advertising. I haven't done it yet. It's like 20 bucks all you can eat, too. Yeah, something. that's some horse shit. Because it's not all you can eat. You can only get eight hot dogs. Well, Billy. <laughs> Billy, if you were being serious right there, then we need to have a talk, man. Billy, because I felt conviction in your voice. <laughs> I think you felt you're being serious as fuck, and yeah. eight hot dogs is enough. Hold on, <laughs> I'm not mad about the eight hot dogs. What I'm saying is, it's all you can eat. Okay, then yeah, so it's a little misleading. Exactly, but most people can't think about eating eight hot dogs. I'm not most people. I understand, Bill, but like you're the small minority in this. Yeah, well, the big minority. <laughs> Wait, so that big $20, that $20 quote, all you can eat is only eight hot dogs? Yeah. Okay. I mean, listen, it's bullshit that it's not all that you can eat because theoretically you can eat as infinity. Yeah, you're lying to me. But, oh my God, the fucking anger that that just brought out of you is the funniest <laughs> thing on the whole podcast. You know I'm a guy about semantics. <laughs> I'm semantics. I'm fucking weak. <laughs> oh fuck! Well, we'll go one day, and uh, you can eat, eight. you know, three of my hot dogs because I'll top out at five, and you can get eleven in. And if you're not happy after eleven, then I'm checking you into a rehabilitation center. <laughs> they do rehab for hot dogs. They do rehab for any addiction. Oh yeah, it's a scam. <laughs> I forgot Malibu sweets or whatever it is. Sounds great. I'll yeah. just fly me down to Miami. Those things are such a scam. You see them? They're like it, Malibu condos. It's like nine thousand yep. dollars a month to go and just be rich for yeah. It's and do awful. yoga and not smoke crack. I digress. As I hit the weed pin. Uh, all right. Let's talk about Wednesday. Um, there's a few things. That we need to cover. Before even we get into what what happened, here's a statistic that C. Trent posted. After seven uh, and seven years after the Reds and Pirates began a beanball war in 2012 that has seen 146 batters, 67 Reds and 79 Pirates have been hit by pitches. Yikes! 
79 pirates? We punked 12 more than they have? No, 76 reds, 79 pirates. Oh, oh, like oh, they've yeah. Hit oh yeah, us. opposite, opposite, opposite. Yeah. And it's all started by Clint Hurdle. Yeah. He's so scummy. He just sits yeah. over there. He's in a fucking Land's End pirate's jacket no matter how hot it is. He's just wearing the pitcher's jacket all frumpy over there. Like, he sucks. He sucks a lot. Yeah, he sucks. You sent that in the thread today. I was pretty busy and I didn't message back. But, like, what was it? I think you just said, God, I fucking hate. I fucking hate the pirates. You know, it's it seemed, it is, it, it's, like, gone kind of, like, unrecognized in my life how much I hate the pirates. Right. Just because, you know, most of my Reds fandom has gone towards hating the Cardinals. Cardinals. Same. But, I mean, you forget that the Pirates have had, like, a lot of success. Yeah. Or, you know, a, 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 Recent. a favorable amount of success. We would be stoked if we had the Pirates track record for the last decade. Yeah, I mean, we were on, we I mean, were on pace won, with them. They were in the playoffs. We were totally on play, pace with them, but, like, they, I don't know, they've performed have they not did they not advance in the playoffs they once? beat us in yeah. the wild card yeah wild card game yeah they dropped the ball they started chanting at them yeah either way um i what i'm getting at is that i fucking hate the pirates <laughs> I hate they them. suck they suck a lot they suck jake how much do you hate the pirates i hate they are it, i think they are in third place for my hatred but it's still a very high level Does i mean i fucking co- hate the cubs and i Really fucking hate the Cardinals. Do you go Cardinals, Cubs, Pirates, or Cubs, Cardinals, Pirates? Uh, Cardinals, Cubs, Pirates. It's a good lineup. I hate the Cubs fans, and I hate when they just swarm Great American Ballpark. I just want to go and pour beer on top of all of them. <laughs> it oh. is. It is. That is a painful thing to witness. I go Cardinals, Pirates, Cubs. Yeah, I go Cardinals, Pirates, Cubs, and then I'm super indifferent to the Brewers. I'm in the same boat. Yeah, you know, I'm super indifferent just because, you know, they've never posed too serious of a giant threat to us. We've beat them. They've beat us. Yeah. But, I mean, mean, right now they've got power-hitting Joey Votto 10 years ago. Yeah. Yeah, it's fucking wild. It sucks. Here's what bothers me is during the game, uh, Greg Brown – one of the play-by-play guys says, I can't imagine if Detmer were alive today, his grandfather. I can't alive if Det- I can't imagine if Detmer was alive today. He would he wouldn't approve of he wouldn't approve of it. Saying after Dietrich's first at bat, I'd like to think Steve Detmer would slap him upside his head. I guarantee he would tell him it was uncalled for. What pimping a home run? Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then uh, Wanner said on Tuesday's fan morning show. I can't stand him. I don't understand why you have to do that. It's different if you're a Hall of Fame player. You're a 60-homer guy. You're an established guy. Nobody ever heard of him before this year. I heard of him because of his grandfather, Steve Detmer, who used to be a minor league coach for the Phillies. He was the sweetest guy in the world. He's rolling in his grave every time this guy hits a home run. He's embarrassed of his grandson. Dude. These old fucks need to get out of the way. It is... It oh my they that need, that that boils my blood. Right. Because here's the thing, these guys, these old timers, like, well, you gotta act like you've been there. When that's not the case anymore, you need to showboat, have a good time. We've talked about this multiple times already. But these fucks, these old timey baseball cucks, yeah. are coming out of here saying this shit. Yeah, and 
Saying and bringing family into it is a whole other level of disrespect. Man, I couldn't agree more. That is the lowest blow. That thing is lower than Dietrich's Game of Thrones belt. I cut, yeah, dude. I, <laughs> I have, I have this opinion kind of across the board. No matter what the matter is, like this guy bitching about Dietrich has exactly what you think he has to say about the abortion ban. Exactly what you right. think he has to say. And I'm not trying to get political, right? Or, and I'm not, but just like across the board, uh, you know, everyone's opinion matters. Everyone's voice matters. It fucking matters what you think. We all live in this country, and it matters what you think. Right. But if you're like 65, I don't know, and and like a baseball writer, this fucking guy, yeah. you know, not like my family. Everyone's working, but I'm saying like, you're this baseball pin. Fuck your opinion, dude. Right. You're not the majority anymore. No, you're not. You're you not. Know? Jake, what do you think? That's I such mean, this, a lame take. Yeah, these are the same people that would, like, stand up for Chris Archer as he's yelling and screaming about one strikeout. It's but the same guy who didn't... Home run. You can't pimp home run. Like, it's just because... I actually really like the hate. Because it means we're getting under their fucking skin. Yeah. And they're taking notice. And we put a beating on them, and they didn't like it. And all, you know, they went to the media and bitched about it. This is the like, same guy who didn't vote... Ken, Giff- Ken Griffey Jr. Yeah. unanimous on principle. Yeah, exactly. It's the right. same crotchety old bitch who's just like, meh, I don't like him. You don't like him because he's... He's doing... Because he doesn't, like, go to church. He's fucking up your team. Yeah, God. Oh, I uh, hate it. hate it so much. So, it was retaliation for that when they threw it at Eugenio. When they already broke his hand last year and yeah, recovered... It's the same shit. It's the yeah. exact same shit in the exact same spot. If they had broken his hand and that had happened, do you think that there you would have seen some sank like a big contract player, big star player, corner guy, if he had broken his hand two seasons in a row, you don't think they would have dropped a hammer a little bit? No. With the track record with almost a hundred hit. They haven't players, done it with Clint Hurdle his entire career. So what makes you think they're gonna do it now? I don't know. They're trying to change it it just seems like there's they are attempting to be a little swifter with shit. Everybody is yeah. across the board. You right. Know, these new rules and trying to drop the hammer. Big fucking government. Fuck it. Yeah. My um, my my thing that I loved was what David Bell said after the game when he said Major League Baseball isn't going to step in, so our guys need to find a way to protect themselves at any means necessary. Yeah. Now, I don't think he's saying go out there and plunk them. No. But I'm saying, like, if whatever you do, he also if you get he plunked said, and you want to run out there and beat a guy's face in, get him. Go for it, because you know what we got? A lot of players that could be in the lineup. Yeah, we got fucking Michael Lorenzen who could play center field. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, Winker, if you want to go out and and just clock someone in the face, go for it. Have a ten I day rest. Would be in on that fight. Yeah. God he damn. Headlock on. alone, man. You don't want a lawsuit to come down. He'd rip someone's head off. Dude, imagine <laughs> just Puig, <laughs> just Puig with those with those fucking beefy arms, throwing a right hook, just right, right smack in the face of Melky Cabrera. You know what? I, I you know I was no. always like when I played, I was like a like. I like a scrap, man. Yeah, I do too. I love a scrap. I you like. I like a scrap. I think that this team, our identity right now, you know, that's what you call a last place team. 
It's what you call a, a five foot ten white point guard, and what you call a last place team is scrappy. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. Mike we, Bibby for sure. We better be fucking scrappy. Yeah. Because we're not dominating anything. We've nope. got on paper it looks like we could be. Right. But you know we're not dominating shit. We're a scrappy team. I I, I like the idea of by any means necessary. Yeah, I love that. I and, like the idea. And that he says he supports his players and whatever they do. Fuck yes. Yeah, I mean, and the fact that David Bell stood out there for that long and then got tossed and kept going, I mean, it wasn't one of those hothead things where he stormed out of the dugout and was immediately on fire. No, he walked out and was like, Calm. I have a mission. Yep. Yeah. We're going to talk about this because we're getting butt-fucked. You know, this is silly. Yeah. Do you think that Benavides said something to him before... He went out there like, keep it cool. Yeah. Because he's just been fiery coming out of there and just right out, just firing on all cylinders. And, and like, he probably knew it was inevitable that at mm-hmm. one point Bell or Hurdle was going to. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He so he, he just. When he went out there. So he walked out there. I, I liked it, man. I loved I, it. I like his demeanor. And, you know, as far as the moves that he's been making in this part of this, you know, it's. I'm more and more okay with it. Listen, man, it's, it is what it is. Why not be okay with it? I'm okay with everything he's been doing for the past, like, three weeks. Yeah, absolutely. I'm not The bullpen hurt. moves are good. No. Uh, there's lots of cute little double switches we could use. Who knows what's going on with Joey? Maybe, Hamstring. Maybe, yeah, maybe Joey just does need a little bit more time to hang out and rehab. He could have pinch hit. He's yeah, fine. He'll yeah, be fine. Yeah. He'll be back tomorrow. Yeah. Or today. Jake, what do you think? Uh, I mean, I'm not concerned about Votto. In I, fact, I'm encouraged by what he's been doing lately. The power is still completely missing, but if he starts hitting, you know, well, it could come back just as easy. The, so, the weird thing about Votto is, like, the power was... He's back. He's back? He's back in? Okay. Well, that's good to know. But, I mean, with I don't know if you got if you could pull up his stats, like, quick, fast, in a hurry. But, I mean, Joey, his uh, his power numbers... There were a couple seasons there, but other than that, I mean, he's just an average on-base percentage glove guy. Like, in his MVP year in 2010, he hit over 40, right? Yeah. But how many times has he gotten over 40 before that? It was the only time. Yeah, Yeah, that's the only time. So, I mean, yeah, power numbers... Best yeah, ca- slugging's be- only 366 on the year, which yeah. is pretty low. I mean, that's actually, like, if he wasn't Joey Votto, then he wouldn't be starting with those type of numbers. What? Well, I mean, he's, he's got... Let him work through it. He's got his average up to, what, 242 right now? Yeah. That's good. I mean, I like that jumping off for him. Um, yeah. You know, people would always, like, kind of wrongfully look at his contract and the money that he was making and be like, this is bullshit. Why is he hitting 19 home runs? And, I mean, now in the twilight of his career, it's perfect because no one's going to be bitching about the home run numbers. It's, I mean, he's a he's a singles guy. He's an on-base percentage, get-on-base, two-hole hitter. You yeah. know, he And then would, you just stack power hitters behind him. Yeah, dude, exactly. he, he was never a three- or a four-hole guy, except for one or two years in his career. His last thirty, his last uh, seven games, 30 at-bats, he's got 12 hits. That's awesome. He's got two walks. His on-base is 424, and his average is 400. That's some Joey-ass shit That's right exactly there. what it is. And, and we're good. That's all, all it is is just Joey's, Joey's fine. I ain't worried about him. Grinding out at bats. Nurse you know? that hammy 
And, you know, I love – I think that Joey, as competitive as he is, I'd imagine that late in his career with, you know, the attitude that he's kind of carried the entire time he's been here anyway, um, I don't think he would hate to play – 115 games this year. No. 120 games this year. No, and that's what he's going to be let, on pace for. Yeah, absolutely. So if, if if Joey plays 120 games this year and Derek Dietrich gets in the lineup and yeah. and, and so, hits 33 home runs, right? Votto gets back in, gets his average up above 300, gets his on base up to 390, yep. then, then we are, we're gravy. Yeah. Then we're flirting with a wild card even, maybe, you know? That's fun. That's fun. Yeah, that's fun. It's I for love sure the, I, I, I kind of love the idea of Joey as the elder statesman. That's what he is. I mean, yeah. that's what he keeps the whole clubhouse together. And, I mean, the thing is, is he's heating up. He's figuring out. I mean, he's just doing what he's going to continue to do, which is what Jake just said. Get on. Get people behind him. Smack him in. So that he yeah. can just trot in. Because clearly he's not – He's he's – He's digressed as yeah. being a base runner. It's yeah. embarrassing to yeah. watch. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. it's the saddest part of his game. No doubt. But um, since he's back today, I mean, I feel good about that. And whatever the lineup is going to be, I'm pumped. We get to see Mally on the mound. Um, and how about this? This is this is where it gets fun. This is like the first time it's synced up. Dude, we're roasting the Nationals when we play them. Yeah, that's beautiful. Rarely does that go down. Rarely ever. So uh, here we go. Guys, as always, I have the link to the slideshow in the description. So if you want to follow along and do that, we can also do that. Uh, are we ready for oh, yeah. week 10, the Nincompoop Washington Nationals? Alliteration minus the W. Minus it. Nin come poops. What's this black and white picture you got over here? That is the mayor smoking crack. Oh yes. The one who, <laughs> the one who got busted by the FBI, and then they just then the people he got booted out of office, went to jail, and then the people voted him back into office in Washington D.C. Oh fuck yeah. Oh boy, what a world. What a world we live in. Kind of makes sense. Feels right. The fucking Washington Nationals. Also, uh, we glossed, glossed over this. I was on uh, MLB's Instagram. That was dope. That was very cool. That was really cool. Also, uh, very encouraged by Lucas Sims. That was great. Yeah, like that idea. Jake, how'd you feel about Lucas Sims? I thought he looked great. I mean, he was commanding the top half of the zone. He looked very good. Probably shouldn't have went out for that eighth inning, but... Pitching a hell of a game, how could you not let him go? And I liked Bell. I like his pitch count was down. At one, the inning that he gave up the grand slam, uh, he had ninety six pitches. Yeah, and twenty eight balls. Oh yeah, ninety six I mean, pitches, twenty eight balls. And strikes that night. Yeah, Just no. And he's I loved uh, like he's one of these young pitchers who comes up and thinks they can hit. So he's like, on, he's on deck, strapping up the batting gloves and like timing it out. He's taking hacks. Yeah, like he, oh, was, he was ready. Yeah, dude, he popped out like a high, big arcing pop up to left field and came back to the dugout, pissed like he was like just missed it. Ah, just yeah, missed yeah, it was it. fun. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'll, uh, calling it right now. Lucas Sims will drop a bomb this year. He's an athlete, man. He looked like he could hit, dude. 
I swear he looked like he could I'm hit. in it. I'm about yeah, it. Lucas sure Sims is going to get a home run. Yeah. I can't wait. What'd you say, Jake? He can definitely run into one. The dude's pretty jacked. Like, Yeah, he's a super, super athletic dude. Yeah. He looks yeah. great. He's. I think we're going to see him a lot more float starts. Oh, I would love it, man. Let him be our sixth guy. Why not? Let him be our sixth guy. Someone needs a break. Someone needs anything. Or there's a matchup. I mean, next time we play the Pirates. Pitch Lucas yeah. fucking Sims. Also, how much of it is, is it a bummer to see that Cody Reed's going to be out for like three weeks? Man, he just got up and like had some quality time. Good. Yeah, had yeah, some quality good. time out there. Man, being a baseball player would be a hard way to make a living. It's full sport. Yeah, your body can just crap fuck out. you out of a career. I am. Man. Well, hopefully that's not the case with Mr. Reed. Let's, uh,. Let's fuck up these nationals. Nincompoops. Uh, let's start here with owner Theodore T- N. Ted Lerner. Ted, uh, Ted looks like a frog with dementia. <laughs> uh, Ted looks like every old guy in the back of a town hall meeting who says, Well, what are you going to do to fix this town? Yeah, dude. He's a high maintenance. Uh, and then Ted has created a real estate empire, and he started by taking out a small loan of $250. That's a small loan. Imagine what he could have done with a small loan of a million dollars. Probably could have become president. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> if only. That's what Donnie T did. That's exactly it. Uh, I, okay, I just need convincing uh, with Ted Lerner. Are we positive this isn't some elaborate weekend at Bernie's situation? <laughs> because he looks like uh, just the walking dead. He looks like he <laughs> soaks in embalming fluid every night. He looks like Don Rickles' reanimated corpse. <laughs> That's who I was thinking of. Yeah, he looked exactly like Don Rickles right now, who is dead. (laughs) And has been for a while. Very dead. Yeah, very dead man. Jake, what do you got? Uh, I had Don Rickles, too. Oh, nailed it. (laughs) Fuck yeah. He does look a lot like Don Rickles. It's if he were a hardened racist. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. which, which he was. was. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. We're, Plot twist. We're on, we're clicking. What a shocker that these old white men we were talking about happen to be racist. Actually, who would have thought? <laughs> uh, GM Mike Rizzo. He looks like Mike Kramer from Mad Money if he didn't give stock tips, but if he told you what Bargain Razor Club was bad. <laughs> He would just say Dollar Tree. Dollar Tree. Yeah. Uh, also, Mike Rizzo, he will be a lot like Mike Kramer at the deadline because he's going to sell, sell, sell. <laughs> yeah, there it is. Boom. Uh, dude, this guy has the skin of a homeless Vietnam vet. <laughs> is he allergic to sunscreen? It's whole... Dude, I'm telling you what. Mike Rizzo, the only person with more sun damage... Is Eric Clapton? <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> son damage, double meaning. Whew. Eric Clapton's son fell forty-eight <laughs> floors. See ya. That's a pretty great joke. <laughs> That's a top-tier joke. I'll hit it from the top. Uh, the only more, the only person with more son damage than Mike Rizzo is Eric Clapton. That's yeah, so, so good. Yeah, I, I like that one. That's great. <laughs> That's it. That's the one, Jake. Uh, Mike just has the face of someone that looks like they have no idea what they're doing, which is why it fits in perfectly in Washington, D.C. <laughs> Absolutely, man. That that organization is ugly, man. It's a shit show. Not run well. All right. Manager David Martinez. Uh, he looks like a koala bear who only lives off chili straight from the can. <laughs> oh, boy. 
It sounds like a, 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 a my dream self experience. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> um, David played in the majors for 15 seasons, Damn. which is the average lifespan of a koala bear. Coincidence? I think that. I don't think that's a coincidence. <laughs> and um, David's results of a ma- as a manager have been less than stellar. He was 82 and 80 last season, and he's off to a 19 and 31 start. Which, with that staff, is insane. It looks like he'll only be a one-term manager. Yeah, you would think so there in the city. Hey. DC. Got him. Uh, Dave Martinez looks like a woman using the Snapchat gender swap app. (laughs) (laughs) That's fucking great. got a very feminine face. I'm not buying the goatee. I'm not either. It looks Snapchatty. Yeah, very snappy. You're a dude. (laughs) Believe it. You're not a dude. Jake. Uh, did you guys know that Dave Martinez played for the Reds? I yes. Did. Yeah, played in 1992, and then we traded him to the Expos. Uh, we gave them John Wetland, who was just convicted of molesting a child from the ages of four to six. So that means the team would rather have a pedophile than Dave Martinez. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, Are you Wetland. serious? John Wetland? Yeah. W e t l u n d. Yeah. Yeah. No, I know that name. Using a male relative between the ages of four and six, which is that's rough. That's young. Yeah, that's. Oh Here's man. Here's the main problem I have with fucking toddlers. <laughs> if you, if you go that young, why not just hire a dwarf? Okay. <laughs> well. Guys, hop on a flight. Go to Vegas. Hire a little fella for a day. You can dress him up in a sailor's uniform. Give him an oversized lollipop. Whatever you want. Go to town. It's not legal. It's just creepy. Honestly, man, that's like, like a responsible thing to do. Yeah. <laughs> what do you do? God when damn. You have to, when you can't fuck kids, fuck a small adult. Oh man, yeah. I don't want to like get into the whole conversation of innocence and like why they're into it, but like. That seems like a solution. Yeah, I cheers you, Jake. God, I'll, I'll drink to that, Jake. Jake, yeah. that was beautiful. Clink it. Clinked. Oh, God, that was funny. Let's get these players. All right, second baseman Brian Dozier. Brian Dozier looks like the first gender-fluid brawny man. <laughs> <laughs> and Brian is dead in the eyes. He looks like a man who has been touched and he doesn't want to talk about it. It's a fact. Which he was touched by John Whiteland as a child. Yeah, as it turns out. God damn. I farted as it turns out. Mm. Uh, Brian is an avid Christian, if you didn't pick up on his youth pastor vibe. Uh, He looks like he only has Young Life t-shirts. Yeah. Um, But David said, I'm a Christian and a ball player on the side. Yeah, David, that makes sense since you just signed a one-year, $9 million deal to play in your church softball league. He's batting 205 and has an OPS plus of 68. If he keeps it up, he'll be a Christian and a guy who's sitting at home next season on the side. Very like, Dude, he ran, he hit 42 home runs in 2016. Yeah. That's so wild. Uh, yeah, you mentioned it, uh, Brian Dozer. He's a real sweet Christian boy. He's from a town of 4,000. He grew up in a town of 4,000 people in Mississippi. His wife, Renee Dozier, uh, Dozier is actually also her maiden name. What? Yeah. 
No, not really. Oh, I'm shit. <laughs> fucking relatives. <laughs> you had me. Hook, line, and uh, stinker. And, yeah, and you were talking about um, like how Christian he is. Uh, th- I found this so funny. He took a uh, missionary trip down to South America. Yeah. And the name of the group was Amigos for Peace. <laughs> That's the corniest shit I've ever heard. Amigos for Peace. How's yeah. it going? Where are your amigos? <laughs> like, how how hard does he say gracias amigo when he gets fajitas at Chili's? <laughs> like, like, how much does he say shitty Spanish to Spanish Mexican people? Gracias, Maria. Oh, my God. It just kills me. <laughs> amigos for peace. Ugh. You fucking square. It you did a like... lot of really good work, but, man, come up with some better branding. That's the Spanish version of Adams for Peace. Amigos for, for Peace. peace. <laughs> Amigos for Peace. If it was, like, with the Migos who performed uh, in South America, that'd be a different thing. They'd be bringing them some culture. That's just some corny-ass shit, Brian, you sweet man. You sweet little fuck. Alright, that's all I got on him. So I was trying to write some burns for Dozier, and I just couldn't help would continuously stare into his beautiful, beautiful eyes. He does have some pale eyes. He does. He looks he like a, a White Walker. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> he is the Ice King. Most certainly. Let's get this little Trey Turner guy. Okay, guys. Trey Turner, he looks like Brian Dozier's star student at Bible study. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Last season, Trey Turner had some tweets resurface from when he was in college. It's not the first time someone in Washington has tweeted something they shouldn't have. Nope. I got iced. <laughs> I got fucking iced on a great Trump tweet burn. It's fine. I'll go fuck myself. I guess you'll hate the rest of these. Uh, one of the tweets was, once you go black, you're going to need a wheelchair. Look, I'm not offended by the language there. I'm offended that he quoted white chicks. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> Uh, this is the one that really got me. Uh, he tweeted, When the lady at the drive-thru asks, Who's the faggot in the back? Oh, that would be me. Finger pointing up emoji. I just want to know what made that lady at the drive-thru say that. Did he have a dick in his mouth in the Taco Bell drive-thru? Wait, so those were the tweets that he got in trouble for? Yeah, hold on, hold on. What offends me about this tweet is the use of a word. No, not faggot. Uh, the way he spelled through. He spelled it T-H-O-U-G-H. If that lady saw how he spelled that, then she would have called him a faggot. That's crazy. So, like, I, I, I remember that story. So the tweets he got in trouble for were, once you go black, you're going to need a wheelchair, mm-hmm. making a stupid hacky joke on the gigantic dicks on black men. Right. And then the other one was someone else called him a faggot. He's, and then he said, yeah, that's me, with a finger point emoji. And then he also called, like, a couple other people homo on Twitter. I mean, I'm sure it's pretty uncouth, man, <laughs> but, like, what a bullshit thing that he got. People were like, oh, look, he was stupid when he was 19. Yeah, who would have thought? Cool, man. Have a good fucking day. Fuck off. Right. Like, the kid was born in South Florida. Right. Sorry he's a redneck. Yeah, he fucked a gator. What Sorry do you he's a redneck, man. I know. Yeah, once you go black, you're in a wheelchair. You're not a cool. racist. You're a bad. You're not funny. You're not funny. He, he, I'm. That is a quote from White Chicks. Yeah, 
Which is yeah. a Terry Crews said it. Which is a comedy movie. Right. He probably saw it and took it as his comedic, humorous personality. <laughs> exactly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's what people do. There are yeah. guys right now that we know that we went to high school to that can quote Anchorman. Yep. And it and they think they're funny because of that. Exactly. You know? I know that person. So I don't know, man. Hey, I do that. Fucking yeah. Right. <laughs> right. I do that. I love Anchorman. Will Ferrell, huge comedic influence. Mm -hmm. But, like, you know what I'm saying? Right. I don't know. That's so silly. Jake. It's so silly to call him out on that. Jake, remember when White Chicks came out and our buddy Alex watched it every day? He did like that movie a lot. It it was, dude, high school, we would walk into his house like, hey, man, what are you doing? Up, watching White Chicks again. Oh, man. (laughs) Every day. Damn, that guy wants to fuck a black dude. Well, yeah. he's now he did. He's now happily married to Antoine, so it's great. Oh well, then yeah, that fucking plays out well. No, he didn't mean. I'm just. Oh. <laughs> okay. Well, I, I bought it. I, I know you did. Uh, Trey Turner. He spent some time on the DL. He broke his finger when he mistook it for a piece of cheese and nearly bit it off. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man, Trey Turner, you look at this guy, and you can tell he intentionally deepens his voice when talking to girls. Hey, I'm Trey. I play. I, I was involved in a Twitter scandal. Hey, uh, I uh, used to play center field when they moved me to shortstop. <laughs> yeah, and then he gets off, and he's like, Oh, gee, I really talked to this girl. I really liked her. I think that she really liked me, too. I'm Trey Turner. <laughs> Mama, she was so swell. Ah, just let me play a little baseball with my friends. Anyway, I'm Trey Turner, and uh, I play middle infield for the Washington Nationals, and I just really like green grass. <laughs> what you got, Jake the Snake? Uh, let's see here. Uh, Trey Turner definitely looks like the guy that walked into his high school coach's office to talk to him about the black players stealing bases. <laughs> 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 That's tight. I love that. Uh, third base, Anthony Rendon. Anthony finally cut off his long flowing locks, but kept the goatee just to let everyone know he's fully leaned into being a creep. Yeah, man. He looks so stupid. He cut his hair. He went from looking like the mask of Zorro to the mask of Zero. <laughs> hey. <coughs> and he kept the goatee. God, the goatee looks like shit now. It looks awful. With that hair, he looked like he was a Hell's Angel. But now without the hair, he looks like he sniffs bike seats. Yeah. Looks like a fucking hex angel. God. Looks like fucking John Smoltz. <laughs> like, with a goatee. Like, you just look like, you look like brown John Smoltz, man. You, God, he, look, he looks bad. Anthony Rendon recently filed a complaint with uh, Major League offices saying they need to change the uniform pants to cargo shorts. It would better fit his style of play and lifestyle. Mmm. Uh... And this is crazy. Cargo short lifestyle. (laughs) It's a lifestyle. Well, when you have the goatee, you only can lean into the cargo shorts. Yeah. Uh, And then he said in 2014 that he would rather watch the History Channel than baseball. He said the game is too long and boring. But watching 10 hours of Hitler documentaries isn't? (laughs) So. 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 (laughs) I got him. That's all I got on the Rendonman. Anything over there on the West Coast, Jake? No, I got nothing for There me. it is. Damn. Moving on to old Juan Soto. Juan. This kid is nasty. Yeah, he's very good. Uh, he's not a kid. 
he's a 30 year old man and i refuse <laughs> to believe anything else have I, you seen him it's outrageous he's the, an old old man yeah if you look at his rookie card compared to now it's insane yeah it's like he aged 15 years in two years really yeah steroids yeah it's the hgh for sure uh his full name is juan jose soto pacheco that sounds like a character looney tunes came up with to be overtly racist (laughs) (laughs) which is like the first 40 years of looney tunes that's it that was that was alicia's burn yeah that's good. Uh, Soto was the youngest player to ever make his major league debut at 19 in 207 days. That also makes him the youngest Neanderthal as well. Oh, breaking barriers. Big, just knocking him down. Also, Juan Soto has the biggest nose I've ever seen on a mouth breather. <laughs> uh, so this is kind of rare with a guy like Juan Soto. If he really is as old as it says he is, um, you know, there's guys like Ozzy Albies and uh, um, Marcel. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, it's a short list of professional baseball players who were born after I came for the first time. <laughs> and it's shocking. It's shocking to see guys hit home runs who didn't exist before I came for the first time. <laughs> and, and that is just shocking. He... Doesn't remember 9-11. No, dude. The summer of 98 with McGuire and Sosa, mm. I was having my first comes, and oh. he was not born yet. Oh, you were laying speckle in the bathroom? That's fucking insane. <laughs> yeah, it's nuts. Oh, man. Well, they weren't like intentional comes. They were just kind of like waking up like, what is going on? <laughs> you know how it goes. <laughs> yeah, man, this is weird. My dick is broken. Yes. What's a dick? <laughs> <laughs> Why is my pee so thick? <laughs> I stuck to the sheets. Gross. <laughs> Doctor? I got nothing on Soto either. Tight. Here we go. Man, what a stud though, huh? He's very good. And he's he going to be very good for a long time. Yeah, that's pretty wild. He's the reason you felt good about letting Bryce Harper go. Man, that NL East yeah. is cool. I mean, they've got three players that are 20 years old. That are going to be very good. That all have more than 15 dingers this year. It's nuts. It's nuts. It's going to be cool to watch. I mean, yeah. it sucks, but whatever. Sucks are in a Nationals uniform. Yeah, well, watch so- Soto's going to sign a 10-year, $10 million contract <laughs> next year. <laughs> What'd you say, Jake? The Nats will fuck it up for sure. Oh, yeah. It's their MO. Uh, then we got dipshit Adam Eaton. Adam Eaton looks like the type of guy who'd never shut the fuck up about how well his kids are doing at rec soccer. Yeah, god damn. <laughs> You're not the assistant coach, man. You're never there. You just paid for the jerseys. (laughs) That's it, man. Fucking cuck. Uh, He looks like the type of person who says, the gays. Yeah, no doubt. For for sure. From Springfield, Ohio, he fucking lets it fly. Uh, He also seems like the type of guy who knows way too much about pressure washers. Oh, yeah, for sure. He's got all of them, man. Man, I got a good craftsman. I get about 400 PSI. I can rip the dick off my deck. (laughs) I ripped the dick off my dog. <laughs> it was it was terrible, but I just pressure washed the blood right out of there. Right man. out of there. Cauterized the wound real quick. It was fine, dude. He looks like fucking Charlie from It's Always Sunny. <laughs> yeah, he does. Yeah, he really does. Uh, five foot eight. He went to Miami of Ohio. You know what that means. He has struck a woman before. <laughs> it's unfortunate. I, you know... You know, you know, maybe it'll come to light someday. Maybe it won't, but we all know <laughs> yeah. that at one point in a 
short man syndrome, coke fate, coke fueled rage. Yeah, he has struck a woman, and uh, you know, yeah. if you got beef with Todd Frazier, you're probably a total cuck. You're a cuck for sure. Yeah, I'm sorry. Absolutely. Unfortunate about Adam. Adam, real bummer. Doctor. Uh, I just had talked about his feud with Frazier, how he can't be trusted. I yeah, mean, right. Frazier's the nicest fucking guy in baseball. Did you hear what Ozzie Guillen said on the air yeah, about was, that? What no, did he say again? Say? Uh, he's like, Eaton, no one ever listened to you in that locker room anyway, so just shut up. <laughs> did he really? And he said, no one likes you. Yeah, no one likes you. Ozzie Guillen said that on air? Yeah. Yeah. Damn, he must be such an asshole. Oh, yeah. Oh, I sure. love to hear that. I love being vindicated in what I just, those horrible things I just accused him of. Oh, do you know what? <laughs> I, I bet he was the type of guy who got t-shirts made and handed them out to all his teammates who just says, eating ass. Yeah, oh, God. Yeah, that, yeah, dude, that's what they sell at fucking DC shirts. <laughs> DC just shirts. eating ass. ass. And it's a picture of his asshole. <laughs> <laughs> and the balloon knots a baseball. Oh, man, that's just awful. Oh. Move on from this cuck. Max Scherzer. What a scary looking person. Very scary. Max has the nickname. Like the what? He looks like a husky puppy. Goofy <laughs> <laughs> <Scoopy Yeah>. eyes. <laughs> Retarded. Uh, Max has the nickname Mad Max um, because of his violent pitching motion. But I think a more apt nickname would be Sam the Eagle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Max suffers from heterochoma, chomia iridium. I probably botched that, but who speaks Latin? Uh, which is where both eyes are different colors. So if eyes are the windows to the soul, then those are windows are uh, cheap, shitty stained glass. Mm. <laughs> they don't look good. Not good. Um, uh, Max Scherzer. Uh, the longer that you stare at a picture of Max Scherzer, the less and less he resembles a human being. Uh, he, <laughs> he, he, looks like a, he looks like a Dalmatian with mange. <laughs> a Dalmatian with mange. God damn. I mean, he's really good at baseball, but like pitchers aren't aware, allowed to like wear chains or like wristbands or anything because it's distracting from the batter. Yeah. What about his fucking face and eyes? <laughs> like, like, can you just, can you wear like those scary, like cat eyed, blacked out eye, like contact lenses to psych right. out? Well, you can't, you're not just allowed to have, like, crow eyes. Like, this fucking guy. He looks rough. It's like a, a human bird who can throw the ball 100 miles an hour. It's fucking terrifying. It's awful. He's, how are they so bad? They're like 10 games under 500. They Isn't got that astonishing? Max Scherzer on their team. They have, and then the next and two pitchers. Yeah, and Corbin. And Corbin. It's because their bullpen's dog shit. Yeah, and they yeah. and they kept Trevor Gott in AAA for two years. I know. And Trevor Gott's fucking around like, yeah. It's just the Nationals, man. Jake, did you think that Sean Doolittle would have the drop-off that he's had? Uh, I mean, relievers are pretty fickle. You never know what's going to happen. Yeah. All right. Do you have anything on Scherzer? Uh, no. Nothing. Steven Nothing that's already been covered. <laughs> Perfect. Then we're thinking alike, and it's fantastic. Uh, Steven Strasburg. Uh, it's a good thing he growed his beard because it distracts from how big his ears are. <laughs> uh, his ears are so big that they broadcast what he's going to pitch. 
<laughs> Those big juicy fastballs. Uh, Steven is the first ever national to be on a box of cereal. Really? Yeah. Not not Wheaties. Count Chocula. Didn't know that. Yeah. There it is. That's a big endorsement deal for him. Huge. Uh, Steven Strasberg's hair looks like it's covering up a swastika tattoo. <laughs> oh, that man, you got that's, me good. That's why he can never go bald. <laughs> and, uh, I, what, does he bleach his eyebrows? What is going on with the brows on his face? They're bad. Yeah, it's pretty wild. I don't know. He looks like an albino, uh, albino black person. Hold on, albino is my favorite. Yeah, yeah. It sounds like something Brian Dozier said down in fucking South America. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, One of these, one of them albinos running around. <laughs> oh, man, that's good. That's all I got on the Strasbourg. Strike, strike, strike. Uh, he looks like an Amish farmer that just picked up a ball during rum spring and never looked back. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's pretty great. That one's also might be in the rotation. Uh, Patrick Corbin. Patrick Corbin has been very good this season. Uh, he's five and two with a two point eight five ERA, ten Ks per nine, and has a shutout on the season already. Imagine how much better he'd be if he could open up his eyes all the way. Wouldn't that be something if he could see the world around him? <laughs> It'd be great. Yeah, it really would be wild. Patrick signed a six-year, $140 million contract Damn. this offseason. With how the rest of the team is playing, it's not a contract. It's a prison sentence with benefits. Yeah, no shit. Damn, he got 142 mil, huh? Yeah, 146 years. Strasburg, Corbin, Scherzer. Oh, got 19 wins this season. That's rough. That's insane. Yeah, how that's do you rough. fuck that up? Because you're the goddamn Washington Nationals. Yeah, that's rough. I mean, what, are you missing Bryce Harper's 238 average and turmoil in the clubhouse? Right. It's interesting. Who knows, man? I don't get it. Uh, what? Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, Patrick Corbin, he's got the vibe. He's, okay, so did you guys ever go and, like, mess up people's houses when you were a little kid? Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah. I normally messed up Billy's house. Yeah, yeah you did, asshole. <laughs> Patrick Corbin, like, he looks like the kid when you go and mess someone's house who just, like, takes it too far. <laughs> like, you go there and you're having a good time and you're, like, teepeeing someone's bushes. Yeah. And then you look over and Patrick Corbin's, like, pulling their dog's teeth out. And you're like, what are you doing? <laughs> Chill out. And, and he's like, no, I cut their brakes. And it's like, Why? <laughs> Gotta give him the Corbin smile. Yeah, dude. No, put shaving cream under their door handle, you fucking psychopath. Yeah, Patrick Corbin looked like he just has kind of like a darkness behind his eyes, really. Yeah, he does. Also, Jake, what he would do to fuck up my house, he would come over every time and shit and make sure he clogged it. Oh, boy. Well, that seems like a talent you shouldn't have. Well, it was a skill set that Jake's been gifted with. Absolutely. Been crafting that for years. So, so what do you got? Uh, for Patrick Corbin, I've got nothing. Cool. Well, we got the Nationals. It was just as exciting as I thought it would be. I fucking Why hate them. Why do you them. hate the Nationals so much? Because Bill? they just showed up and then were in the playoffs. Wait, what? No, they sucked for like four years. Yeah, and then built the, the got the picks. They got Strasburg. They have a ton of capital for no goddamn reason. So for running a successful baseball organization, but then they, <laughs> but, but then they underachieve, and they were like the team. Everyone's like, well, well, the Nationals are gonna, they're gonna be in the playoffs. They're gonna be in the mix every year, and I'm sick and tired of hearing about it when they just fuck it up for themselves. 
and their ballpark sucks. It's just fuck them. I, I all right, I got gotcha. you. I don't like them. Passionate, passionate it, hate for the fucking Nationals. I dig it. I hate them. The only cool thing that they have is the president's race. That's it. Um, Those but, things don't terrify you. No, I think they're hilarious. Uh, okay. Um, but overall, I mean, they're gonna be they're gonna be in the cellar with the the Marlins. Uh, yeah, it's looking like it. I mean, Scherzer's in, might get traded to the Yankees. Yeah, I saw that article today. Seems like an outside chance, but it wouldn't surprise anybody, right? Nobody. Yeah. I mean, they could flip, you know, um, Clint Frazier and some other prospects. Shit. Yeah, just to rent him. Yeah. And he'd stay. I mean, they wouldn't rent him. They got him for four more years. Yeah. But then but then Scherzer could opt out. Mm. No, wait, that's Strasburg who could opt. No, they both can opt out, I think, right? Jake? I don't know contract details. All right, but I think they could both opt out. But uh, let's round third and head for home. Lee, what do you got coming up? Uh, let's see. This will come out on uh, you know Friday, May 31st. If you happen to be listening in the Cincinnati area, I'll be at the Fairfield Pub closing out a show t- at 8 o'clock. Friday, yep. Today, today at eight o'clock. Uh, so maybe that's a shot. Uh, let's see. Uh, Thursday, six six. I will be at uh, Task Reporium with uh, Sean Finnerty. Hey, yeah, we're both on that. We're both on it. Fuck yeah, uh, come to that one. That's fun. Sean Finnerty, he's so great. He just he's got a couple killer late night sets. He's from Ireland, lives in L.A. now. He's fucking so funny. He's great. And then uh, June 7th, another show to come out to. June 7th, Friday at uh, Street City Pub in Lexington down on 6th Street. I'm hosting for Shane Moss. Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah, and I don't know who else is on those shows. Uh, June 19th is my competition date. Nice. Up at the club, Go Bananas, June 19th. And then June 12th, if you're listening up in Cleveland, I will be at Hilarities. Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah, so go hit that up. Yeah, that's tight. Yeah, man. What do you got, brother? And then, as always, every single Monday, I would like to brag about the Fill the Cup 2019 real quick. Yeah. Phil Pointer, friend of the pod, comedian in the scene. His mom died uh, uh, just like any of us would, needed some help with the funeral costs. Mm -hmm. In like eight hours, the comics came together and pitched uh, pitched together over $2,000. Yeah. So that's a big, huge life-changing amount of money and we all did it and we all feel like this scene is tight but that was like a quantifiable thing to see that people actually give a fuck about each other yeah and it was the coolest thing ever so come to the hub every single monday and every single third friday yeah yeah uh jake what are you gonna do uh i'll be in milwaukee for a bachelor party next week and i'm gonna catch a brewers game and a cups game hot damn that's awesome so uh, if you see Jake, you know, if you tap him and say, hey, I heard you on the new Nasty Boys. Then he has to give you $100 <laughs> cash on the spot. Yep, on the spot. He will pull I, it. I, I'll do that. Yeah, yeah. That's okay. fair. Cash around the weekend. Yeah. All right. Uh, they've only seen you once from the Instagram post, so. That would be a diehard fan, and honestly, if it happens, Jake, you should I be concerned. I would pay them $100. You should family. be concerned, because that yeah, person is a stalker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I've got coming up, uh, dot, 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 June 6th, you can see me at Taft's Reporium. I'll be doing a longer set 
in front of Sean Finnerty so that I can get ready for... Oh! Before that... Doy. Duh. Saturday, I'm featuring a Go Bananas first show for the hilarious Greg Hahn. Man, those tickets, um, it'll probably end up selling out. Very soon. So you don't have to buy them online. You can make reservations online and pay at the door. Yeah. But Saturday at 7.30, go to GoBananasComedy.com, reserve tickets. It's going to go. If you put uh, new Nasty Boys in the customer comments, I'll get you in for free. Oh, shit. So... Do that, for real. Take advantage of that. Billy's featuring, doing 30. Greg Hahn is like one of the hardest killers around. Dude, that guy just murders. He murders. It's an it's it's wild, it's dude. It's ruckus. an hour of wild. Did he bring his drums? I don't know, man. Uh, I yeah, hope Clinton he did. Clinton said that he sprayed beer all over the place today. That's what he does. He's class his closer. It's wild. He takes no duels and he shakes. It's so funny. It's, it's wild, man. He's... It's a fun, like, brand of comedy that, like, he's earned the right to do. Dude, he's a goo. Yeah, he's got it down. He's got it down pat. He's a he's he's a fucking hell of an act to watch. Yeah, he is. It's a it's a firestorm on stage. But come to that <clears throat> June sixth. I'll be at Taft's. June eighth. I will be recording my stand up debut album called "Drinking a Beer at the Kids Table." Uh, you can come check that out. You can get tickets on BrownPaperTickets.com. Uh, I've got half of them sold already, so there's only going to be 50 available. So if you want a seat, get your tickets. Get your tickets. Uh, Lee's going to be hosting. Yeah, I'm hosting. Who else is doing spots? Uh, Holmes is doing a spot. John Holmes. Um, Austin Freelds is coming in from Chicago. Oh, boy. Uh, to do a spot. He hit me up, and he was like, I'm coming. And I was like, cool. Well, you're on the show. And then I don't know who else. I haven't thought about it. Um, Dope, man. That's cool. Freelts is great. I love that, dude. Oh, man, I'm excited. That'll be a fucking hot room it'll to be, host. I'll, it'll oh, be I'm going to get it so wet. Mm, I'm so excited. Yeah, man, I'm going to get it. Yeah, that'll be great. Um, But, yeah, come check that stuff out. Uh, I haven't heard about the second round of the contest yet. So uh, we'll be seeing Lee there. Yeah. I know that. I'll call it now. June 19th. I feel good about it. Hopefully. I would like to be there. So. Um, also, a couple dates... A flex, if nothing else, but maybe you're in Tennessee, uh, June 20th and June 21st, Thursday and Friday in June. I'll be in Nashville at uh, Grist Brewery and Nashville Urban Winery. Oh, shit. Shows with yeah, Jeff? Like, no, uh, Connor Larson, guy down there, uh, reached out to me. He's a guy who's come through town a couple times. and uh, Connor's great. Yeah, good dude, so... Fuck yeah. Sweet. Yeah, I'm psyched, man. Going down to Nashville. So, go see Lee. Go see Jake at the at uh, at Miller Park or at Wrigley. And come see me record my fucking album. Yeah. Hell yeah, baby. I feel good about it. Yes, you should. So, um, anything else? We've got the Nationals. I think we went two out of three. Two out of three, bringing us to 28 and 31. Man, if we could... How sweet would it be if we look up and we're two games under 500? What if we go and sweep the Nationals? I mean, they just beat up. They just took four in a row from the lowly-ass fucking Marlins. And then, and then we have three more at San Francisco. Yeah. Where I think we could sweep that. Yeah. Realistically. I mean, we need before the break for it to, you know, for something to happen. We need to go on a little run where we go eight and two and yeah. ten. Yeah. Seven and three. Nothing, you know. We need a seven and three or up run. Right. And we need to catch absolute fire, where the pitching and the in the in the hitting line up and the planets align, and we go fucking eight and two. Yeah. 
get right back in the wild card. Yeah, absolutely. Jake, what do you think? Uh, I'm. I wouldn't be shocked if we sweep the Giants, and I think two out of three against the Nats is a good call. Fuck. I think you. we could easily beat them. I think so too. Well, gets me so jazzed, baby. What maybe next week we're talking and we're two games over. Oh, come yeah. the fuck on, baby. Mm. That would get me so hyped. You got ah. me. You got me so jazzed. You can call me Miles Davis. Yeah. So, uh, Jake, thanks for coming on again, bud. Thanks for having me. Uh, next week we're gonna roast the Phillies. Very nice. Uh, send in Burns. Bryce, you're gonna eat it. Eat my fucking dick, Bryce. And then I'm gonna. Th- See if Danny wants to do it. Oh, yeah, that'd be great. So, yeah. Cool. All right. Uh, thanks for listening as always, and go Red Legs. See ya. The spirit of performance is what defines Acura, and now it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships. The ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate, how a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word, Broomgate. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery.